All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the IFL podcast. Like always, my name is Mike Ransom, and I am with the talented Joey Shope. Joey, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. Uh, it's been a heck of a season so far. Uh, feels like both. We have so much stuff to catch up on and so much more to deliver. This, I, uh, you know, I would, we want to be, what is the, uh, uh, smooth is fast and fast is smooth. Like whatever, whatever that is, that's what I feel like we have to be today. Yep, exactly. We have to be smooth and fast, just like a rock that's been at the bottom of the ocean for quite a long time. What is it? It's smooth is fast. Uh, this is part of it. And no, fast I, is... I don't understand what reference you're making. Oh, slow uh, is slow is smooth smooth is fast it originates from the seal teams the guys who got bin laden oh all right so uh, <laughs> all right oh my gosh so joey we're, yes we're in the we're in the witching hour right now oh i know this is the this is for some of us it's the witching hour in that it's the darkest before the dawn or for some of us this is our brightest moment what did you yeah. say I, I would say I'm I'm looking uh, I'm looking at points scored here and uh, you know it was a very uh, season four was was very good to me I got overall forty points from my team nice, uh, nice great job that got me some got me five victory points however I know uh, that's kind of where I'm feeling the same way not to cut you off but like I'm yeah. finally scoring points now I got five points last series I got four points this series. So now I'm I'm cruising into third place, but yeah. it's it's all but decided for me. Right, and in the in the free league, it's uh, Zach Payne's running away with it. He yeah. his team is just is uh, four points is such an advantage, and there's a three way tie for second. Yeah, uh, it's gonna so. be it's gonna be cutthroat. Not impossible, cutthroat though. Yes, it, it's gonna be tough. There's gonna have to be some. Uh, there's going to have to be some great performances from my guys and some not so great for Zach's guys, but we never want to wish that uh, on anybody here. I, th I think you're allowed to. Podcast. Okay. Well, uh, if <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll break yeah. it down. I will. I will break it down and exploit yeah. everyone's weakness. No. Yeah. Text, call them, call. Yeah. Have them, have them get some injury bugs, go through, uh, get in their head, their mental, the mentality of it. Yeah. Cause uh, improv's 80% mental, 30% physical. Can you can you do that entire rap? Can you do the? Uh... Uh, yeah, I bet you can, or else you wouldn't have said it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All but, right. Uh, Mike, okay, let's smooth as slow as smooth and smooth as fast, Mike. All yep. right, so so before we get into any of the fantasy stuff, let's talk real IFL for a second. Yep. This upcoming show on Saturday, Saturday the eighth, October, Saturday the eighth. Features the Lake Forest Rangers taking on the Garden Grove Trotters, and then the second half is Tustin Raiders taking on the Fultz and Italian Americans. Now, let's talk first. We got it before we could do in the fantasy stuff, which is a lot to get to, so we'll try to make this quick. The Lake Forest Rangers and Garden Grove Trotters are entering this, this show, same record. Uh, Garden Grove Trotters has a total of one more point, one additional point. It's 265, 264, and, and points. the total points does matter, but let's be, let me be clear here. The uh, 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 the winner of this matchup is going to be the number one seed going into playoffs. Wow, huge, huge stakes going in, being the number one seed. It has a, such a level of confidence that you go into. You go in knowing uh, that you performed the best and knowing that you have a uh, a great pedigree of uh, awesome momentum 
going into the playoffs and and ultimately that's how it's decided it's the team that gets hottest the latest yes is the team that goes uh that wins the ifl championship then let's talk about the second half because here's here's the thing usually by series five the last series of the regular season we know who's eliminated from playoffs maybe we don't know the seating of the winners but we know who's but there is no one yet eliminated from playoffs going into series five which is unprecedented that is unprecedented justin raiders yeah Tustin raiders and the fulton americans in the second half let's talk about that just for a quick second sorry to Sorry to cut you off, but I, I think because I, I, I just want to make sure that this is this is understood by everyone. So the loser of this, the Tuscan Raiders and Americans, will be eliminated from playoffs. However, the winner is not guaranteed to go into playoffs because coming up the next or the next show, October 22nd, the dot com is Newport Beach Academy are playing against each other. They're both two and two. The winner of Tuscan Raiders, Fulton Americans will be two and three. The loser of Irvine.com is versus Newport Beach Academy will be two and three. And then it comes down to which of those four teams has the highest scoring points out of two and three record. Wow. And can, do you have a kind of a differentiate, like a rough number of uh, the difference between I, I who do. would be the highest and the lowest? Cause I mean, if we know uh, yes. judging by a trend, there's been a, a lot of uh, high scoring points. So every team that is at that two and three with the chance to make the playoffs can have a killer show. Yes, here's, here's, I'll break this down to you like this. Garden Grove Trotters and Lake Forest Rangers, 265 to 264. Same wow. record though. Irvine Dot Commies, 285. They're the highest scoring team, 285. Then Newport Beach Academy, same record as Irvine Dot Commies, Newport Beach Academy, uh, kind of defensive team. They're 248, the lowest scoring. Wow, wow, team wow, wow. In IFL. Bulletin, and by about two, 248, by the way, is not nothing to sneeze at. That's still a, a bunch. That's 248 laughs over a season. Forget about it. Yeah. Bulletin, Bulletin Americans, 257. They're the fourth highest scoring team. Tustin Raiders just behind them at 253. So so let's say Dearborn.com's win. Uh, uh, then it and then it'd be some combination of Garden Grove Chatters, Lake Forest Ranger, Irvine.com's. And then it's a three-way battle. Well, it's a two-way battle between the Newport Beach Academy and then whoever wins between Americans and Raiders. Same story. If the Newport Beach Academy wins, then it's Irvine.comies versus the Fulton Americans and Tustin Raiders. So that's, that's it's, uh, we, we will not know playoffs, seating, all of that until the end of October 22nd. Wow. And so at that time, uh, you know, IFL is going to do our, one of our last regular season, uh, yes. a regular season podcast where we will break down the scenarios for you yes. and yes. the outcome and, and who will make the playoffs. So no one out there listening is going to yes. be confused or, yeah. or, or anything in that regard. Yes. Um, wow. I mean, the fact that again, it is so close just shows how, what a competitive 10th season this truly is. Absolutely. That's, that's always what you want in IFL. A competitive IFL is a better IFL. I'll say that. I'll gladly say that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so let's, let's now go, let's now work backwards. Let's go back to the show on the 24th and discuss a little bit about what they saw and a breakdown of points from what you, what we have from the numbers here. This started off with Garden Grove Trotters versus Fullerton Italian Americans. Uh, don't let, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'll say right now, the score 63 to 58. I, this is, I mean, look, if you're just looking at the numbers, you know, that's one thing, but this show as someone who was in the audience and, and saw that show a much closer show than it looks. Mm. 
You know, I, I think if you look simply at the scoreboard, you know, you would see it's, it's a five point differential, which is, you know, that's, that's not crazy big, but it's, but this close show was close. It felt close from the audience perspective. I don't know, Mike, what you saw the replays of it later. What did you see? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think it was uh, a lot of uh, defense and I think there was a lot of strategy um, in that regard. I mean, I definitely could see that the garden Grove trotters, they definitely um, had a little bit quicker edge at the very end with the lineup games, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that that may have, uh, given them that uh, that energy in order to uh, come out on top on this guy. Yeah, I think that I think that for sure it is it is uh, it, it is just one of these games that was a really hot, really really fun show. Uh, let's let's break down the uh, show a little bit uh, to the surprise of no one. Uh, Zach Payne uh, was the high, was the Taco Bell player of the game. Uh, you know, he's right in that, uh, conversation of top four or five players, uh, great goalie jokes. Uh, I will, uh, say a rare miss from Zach Payne in the second round, but you know what? Look, he, he, he's, he's a top five scoring player. If you, when you draft them, you know, you drafted him, you drafted him well, you're happy with his production. Am I, am I crazy? No, not at all. And I think, you know, a broken clock is, uh, wait, a, a right clock is, broken i don't know zach missed <laughs> up the middle one and that's fine <laughs> a right clock is wrong once a day once a day correct that can't, that's the dumbest thing if it's wrong once if it's a clock if it's wrong once a day it's wrong the entire day uh I, well you know smooth rocks uh as well so what uh, is happening uh, you know nothing we're we're doing okay. it live okay we're doing, there's right. no there's no cuts we had to don't fire. edit this no this we're, is all in we're firing the editing team uh no cuts uh you this know is- I, yeah, this I'll say this is this is an example. If you look at the uh, point breakdown, uh, Garen from the Fulton Italian Americans, who again is in that conversation of top two players, is is the highest scoring player, but on the losing team. One of those things. It's the fun part of IFL fantasy is that you still might have the uh, highest scoring player, but on the losing team. Yeah, you know, and the I'm looking at the uh, the breakdown of uh, percentage of uh like laughs here with the percentage of points one for their team and it's real close given oh yeah uh, it, it's incredibly close so this just shows kind of what an overall well-rounded and balanced show uh you know it truly uh it truly was yeah i think that i think the percentages speaks maybe a little more higher volume of anything else uh fun to see a rookie katie shemmer uh she got uh, the third highest scoring uh, player in this. And then, of course, Bill Jackson uh, rounding out the four top four scoring players in this show. Yeah. Uh, uh, re- yeah. Again, like I said, what, a, what an incredible night. What a great night for IFL. I think that the uh, I think this is exactly what you want in an IFL night. I think I think both coaches are happy. Obviously, one coach won and one coach lost. But I think both coaches are very satisfied with this. And I mean, look, the the, uh, the forward rule that we talk about all the time that, that makes the forward position so successful, take this t- score of the first two scenes, combine them together, divided by five. Both these teams got the same, both the forwards got the same number of points. Right. And I think what's uh, interesting about this one is that uh, a lot of the points from Katie came from the lightning round that uh, yeah. she had. And, and I mean, you know, being a rookie, being in the lightning round, it depends on who's you're, you're, you're paired up with, but it's easy in that lightning round to kind of, uh you know get 
I, I don't want to say bullied out of the scene, but kind of overwhelmed. Uh, overwhelmed a little bit. So I think, you know, having her as a rookie, uh, it was kind of her coming out party and like, look, here I am. I'm here. I'm here to stay. And knowing that she uh, shined in the lightning round is a uh, yeah. a great sign of her development. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's maybe like the difference maker for a lot of these rookies is that lightning round because it's so fast paced. It's, you know, it's a two minute offense. We always talk about like right. this is where, you know, a lot of a lot of more veteran players, which we'll get to uh, in a minute, but like a James Stebeck, a, a, you know, uh, a Julie Hawking uh, in the next show. I know they're on the same team, but this is where they they are kind of hit hit a zone, hit a stride. But that's a learning that's a learning thing. You know, that's that is not something you you wake up one day and suddenly, oh, this is what I do. This is it's a learned and developed skill over time. Right. And I mean, this is what rises your draft stock for the eleventh season. Yeah. Absolutely. Games like this at the very end, that's absolutely. how you rise up in the rankings. So um, you know, yeah, excellent game overall. Uh excellent, excellent show overall. Um, you know, now I'm looking kind of into the uh the next series. So we got the Irvine.comies and the Tustin raiders um you know a great thing with this if you listened last week uh we were previewing this match and we said you know the person that needs to step up is julie hawking i think that she's due she's gonna have a uh, a great show and look at her taco bell player of the game is julie hawking absolutely i think that i think that that is um you know, we talk about, you know, and it's different for every player, but we mentioned with, with Dana Brown, who was in the Garden Grove Daughters, your third season in IFL, that's really where I feel like you kind of separate out. You know what I mean? Am I, am I off base in that that regard or what do you think? Oh, no, because you have your first scene, you, you know, your first year, you could be a rookie sensation. Your second year, you could either have regression or 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 platform or uh, or plateau, spring forward. Yeah. yeah, spring forward or plateau, whatever the situation be. But the third season is really who generally you're 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 uh gonna be positioned in you know you have the experience Absolutely. you have it under your belt so uh yeah totally well and it's what we talk about with defenses when you know when you're a rookie it's hard to play against you know defensively because you don't know what you're gonna see i mean obviously there's there's college tape and there's you know but it's a different it's a different feel when you actually get on stage when you're in the professional uh you know in the professional ifl division I think that like it's when it so that I do I you do see that sophomore slump. Um, I think I think I think it's more. I, look, I mean, we've both been doing IFL for a while, doing fantasy for a long time. I think that I think that more often than not, you do hit that sophomore slump as a as an IFL player. What do you think? Is that is that more often or not? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it is because you know your first year as a rookie, you have everything kind of laid out for, you know, second year is all about the adjustments and all about, um, you know, coming into your, uh, coming into your own. And maybe sometimes the playbook, you know, doesn't necessarily jive or, you know, you're having, uh, you know, a difficult time acclimating. uh, Maybe your position changed, your your position could have changed. And, you know, and then, and then by the time, by the end of the season, you may have gotten adjusting that see So, I do think that this third, this magic third year of IFL is kind of is, is where I think there's some difference. And again, Julie's in that in that kind of conversation. Dana Brown is in that conversation. I think Alex Raymond, all these people who are who are uh, 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 in their third year. I think this is where they're really separating out. All of which is say James Stebeck, If you drafted him too, he's still on that number one position uh, uh, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think that's a really good point. Um, yeah. uh, talking about the uh, Tuscan Raiders. 
Uh, not a lot of things broke their way in this one, but I will say Jared Lamelli, super strong uh, midfielder as, as there was a four point uh, four pointer and then two, two pointers. So, so if you drafted Jared, you got a return on investment in this one for sure. I think that again, the midfielder, it's kind of up and down, but I think if you drafted Jared, you drafted him probably the highest midfielder. I, I don't, I'd have to go back and take a look at the averages, but I believe Jared was the highest midfielder yes. taken and you got, you got what you asked for. You got what you wanted. Right. And, uh, you know, you have to, uh, yeah, I do believe going back, he was one of the higher ones that we had, um, you know, on our chart and exact, and at this time, you know, in game number 12, that's, oh, when, yeah. you know, you, you got to come in clutch. Um, you yeah, know. I think, I think if we, yeah, for, I think he, I would be surprised if in the, uh, all-star weekend that comes with IFL, if he's not on the, if he, I'd be surprised if he's in the midfield all-star. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm a little, uh, a little curious about this one though. Uh, as far as the goalie jokes go, I normally how it works is, you know, if one team hits the goalie joke in the lightning round, um, you know, the other goalie, whether it be kind of punch, punch, counter punch situation, uh, or, or regardless would come out and attempt a, uh, a goalie save, but I'm looking here at Tustin Raiders and we don't have that third. It's interesting. Irvine.com is with a kind of bold strategy, kind of a gambit weighted on their goalie joke. Wow. Wow. You know what I mean? There is such a thing as if you're in the last run and Zach was positioned poorly. He was at the end. Zach was at the end of his, uh, at the end of the line for lighting round. So that means the last two scenes he couldn't have made the joke on because he was in those scenes. Wow. That's, you know, you think, uh, you think Dustin practiced that move? Uh, listen, I want to put anything past coach Willoughby three-time champion. Uh, the belt is named after him for God's sake. So I would not be surprised. Yeah. I mean, definite, definite smart move there. Definite, definite smart move. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think, uh, we're seeing stuff, but again, I, you know, some other highlights for sure. Uh, Erica Cervantes, the Ford, uh, one of the higher scoring players on the Tustin Raiders, uh, had a good show as well. And again, I think Kyle Pearson, you know, uh, I think, I think he's just one of these, he's, 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 how do we put like, he was a mid round pick and he's a mid round production. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's giving you what you drafted him in that. And I think that if you're, if you own Kyle Pearson in, in, uh, in, in your league, you're happy with the, the results you got. I mean, I could be off base, but I think, I think, no, not at I think all. He, uh, but I think that again, with the coaching position being such a uh, up and down thing, I feel like Dustin's been probably one of the more solid, even though he's uh, two and two, I think he's been one of the more solid picks of coach. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, your coach, there's, there's your uh, on the field work as being a coach. And then there's your off the field work as being That's a coach. That's a big difference. Yeah. And you know, the difference here is that, um, you know, there were some points that was left on the board um, from an advertising perspective prior from the show for uh, on the Raider side. And that's, you know, that's what four points that there was a differential there that was left on the table. So, you know, we definitely recommend, I mean, you, you got to promote those shows. You got to, you know, you got to make sure that you, uh, you know, there's a reason why it's called home field advantage. You know, you get your people in the crowd, you get people on your side. uh, They were, they were the home, you know, they were at Tustin, Raiders stadium and you know it felt like it was home at the airbrine.com so I'll, I'll say that I'll say it's it was it was it was a home game for the Tustin Raiders but you wouldn't know it look in that audience you saw a lot of Irvine.com jerseys in there right you know and uh it's uh it's tough just because there is so much uh you know looking at it the team's 
you know, are pretty balanced. There's everybody kind of has a solid match here. So um, yeah, the, the easy points, those easy layups, definitely got to take advantage of those. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I think that was a, that was a, uh, uh, it was overall a great weekend for, I think, I think your players hits. I think this is a fair assessment. A lot of the players where you picked them, they hit where they did their job, but a couple of surprises. I think Katie, I think Eric, I think these are examples of some people that you drafted kind of later because they're rookies, but I think they're, they're starting to turn a corner. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I think that, uh, this is where, uh, you know, your value comes in. And I mean, you know, you look at a fantasy draft, you know, your, your first round pick necessarily isn't going to be the person that's going to win you the whole, the whole league, but you know, it's got to be a well-balanced team, you know, Absolutely. and if you have some people that, you know, aren't necessarily, um, you know, performing the way that, uh, you know, as projected or, you know, whatever the situation may be, uh, yeah. it's just the whole point is to, to sculpt a, uh, a, a, a well-rounded team and to get the most value out of each position. Absolutely. Uh, so while we're here, I think we covered everything we need to do that. Let's preview this upcoming show. I know we touched a little bit on the real aspects of, of IFL, but let's talk a little bit more of the fantasy side of things. In the first half, we have the Lake Forest Rangers taking on the Garden Grove Trotters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think this is, you know, going back real quick, just to like the real IFL stuff. I do think that these big events, these big shows turn out bigger scores from both right. fantasy and from, uh, you know, from, uh, 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 from fantasy and, and, and in the real life IFL. I think, I think these are, these are the kind of shows that we talk about that we look at uh, season. Obviously we didn't know Lake Forest Rangers, Garden Grove Trotters were going to have a tied record we didn't know that they're gonna be so close in points we didn't know all this stuff going into it this is a big show for a lot of these players yes and it's gonna be interesting to see um how each player kind of uh kind of reacts to that you know like do like are your goalie jokes gonna hit are you gonna get nervous is it gonna mess with your delivery you know like you you want to make sure that you uh stay as calm as possible now i think this one, and if I'm looking at a couple players uh, to kind of keep your eye on, uh, I'm looking at a uh, a big, big bounce back week from uh, Bucket Bill Jackson. Uh, I'm looking at a big, uh, a, a big game. I think it's when he plays best when the lights are shining the brightest. Uh, yeah, these are, I was going to say, these are domed stadiums, right? The Garden Grove Trotter Stadium and the uh, Fulton American Stadium. Yeah, last time I checked. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they're domed. Uh, but yeah, still under the big lights. And I think that, yeah, I think that this is a show to look out for Bill. I think Bill is going to be, is going to cause havoc on stage. I think he's for the other team. I think right. Bill's, I don't think Bill's going to leave any oxygen in the room. Nope. You know what I mean? I think, I think this, I think he's, he's a tough guy to play against, but this is, we're talking a big, big show uh, uh, for this. Um, I, I, I do, man, I look at these Lake Forest Rangers and again, I, it's, it's consistency is key with this. And that's what you get with the Jennifer Choi and Chris Beal combo. And yep. then, I mean, time out bill, but we got to talk about Jason to win. And I uh, look, I mean, next week, next, next show, we'll talk a little bit more detail about this, about some of these awards, but I say it'll be hard press to find a better rookie of the year than Jason to win. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. We've had, there's a lot of good competition. 
But uh, I mean, Stephen Bartlett, I think is in that conversation as well, but Jason, no win from a fantasy standpoint, from a fantasy standpoint, it's going to be tough to be beat him rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at it and he, he's really put together an impressive string of uh, games here. It's especially coming on later, uh, you know, later on into the, into the year. So, I mean, uh, you know, like you did say also ton of game left, ton of game left. So you never, you never know uh, what's, what's going to happen. Here's something, maybe this is me reading into something and I don't want to, you know, say one thing and you know, whatever, but both these teams are in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Does that does that change? I mean, do they do they take their foot off the gas? I mean, I wouldn't think so, but you know, uh, I it's going to be tough because as someone who's, uh, I I don't I I truly I I truly I don't I think you know the performers' instincts going to kick in and I think that uh you know they are going to be uh they're going to be fine um I, I I'm not I I don't foresee that I mean you're you're not only even though you're, you've locked it in and, and everything like that, you uh, are still playing for momentum and momentum yeah. into the playoffs is something that's brutally important. Yeah. I want to go back and see, I know that the garden Grove trotters uh, lost their second show. Cause, I, Cause I'm having a hard time thinking who I'm going to pick for the winner or loser of the show. Yeah. I mean, Garden Grove Trotters had a lot of close games. Yeah. Garden Grove Trotters were, are, were one and one, but then they kept winning. They lo- they won the next two games. They yeah. won, lost one, one. So they, to me, speaks a little bit of momentum. Uh, uh, Cause I believe the Newport Beach cat or the Lake force Rangers had lost after that. I could be wrong. I'm looking, I'm going through the scores real quick. I mean, the point differential I'm seeing in, in uh, of the total season, I think is like less than 13 points. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. Okay. The, the, the Lake Forest Rangers lost more recently. They were, uh, they were, you know, they were three and then they were three and one. Uh, so they, they just lost their most recent game, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think Jason Nguyen is trouble out there. <sighs> Who do you got? Who do you got? Because they lost more recently, I'm going to let the momentum carry the Garden Grove Trotters further. Yeah. I think that's the fairest way to call it. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't wow. know. Wow. I mean, look at it. Look, go to the, go to, let me show you the points right here. 265, 264. It is that, that is the total point scored from both teams. That is how close we are. We're talking about a point is separating the two right now. Now, I know that there has been some substitution issues. Um, you know, there has been some, uh, you know, consistency issues with Lake Forest Rangers. Now, if if it's at full strength, if you have Jason, if yes. you have Jay, if you yes. have um, Choi, if you have Chris Beal, it's lights out. And I am picking, uh, I'm going to pick Lake Forest Rangers. In this. Uh, uh, yeah. But I mean, here's the thing is I think that this is me talking. I don't know. This, I don't know if I really believe this, but this is Lake Forest Rangers does to me read a little bit more cohesive when they are all together. They are a little bit more cohesive and not that the Garden Controllers aren't cohesive. I mean, they're, they're, they just have superstar talent. I think that like, it's so it's tough. You know, it's, it's, I think, that, you know what, here's the difference. And this may be where me and you see things differently. I think the floor on the Lake Forest Rangers is higher. Mm-hmm. I think the ceiling on the Garden Grove Trotters is higher. 
Fair. Donegal Trotters fair. higher ceiling, Lake Forest Rangers higher floor. Absolutely. Uh, I yeah. think it's going to come down to, uh, I think it's going to come down to uh, Clayton kind of having, being that active active coach call i would say go for the power play early go go for the power play early go for the power go for the power play in more creek go for the power play in the goalie joke after the second round don't wait till lightning round to do your power play is what you're saying yes i'd say go early put pressure uh you know put pressure on the other team if they you know if they feel like that they're behind in points maybe they get rattled a little bit i mean i i don't well, know we'll know we'll know who's behind who's playing more creek if you're at more creek and you're that coach are you calling more are you calling power play oh 100 absolutely i think that's i think that's the move i think you know uh you made it this far you, or to quote the water boy uh you made it this far you can't hold anything back and again and you know what too even if your power play fails you're in playoffs right so why not? That's I I don't there's no there's no downside. Yeah, I think I think so absolutely. So um yeah, I mean regardless and then I mean, you know, going that's the last one of the regular season. Then, you know, we have uh, we you know, adjust. One, you got time to practice for playoffs. You got yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tons of time. You got uh, you know, yeah, you definitely can uh can get it all together and 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 put it together regardless if you win, regardless if you lose you know, you can, uh, you can really put it together and, you know, get ready for the playoffs as, as most, yeah. uh, great teams do. Yeah. Okay. Let's then let's discuss Tustin Raiders, Polish and Italian Americans. Mm-hmm. And again, we're going to make this, I'm going to try this one more time, make it super clear. Both of them enter with the same record, a losing record, but a win, a loss here eliminates you from playoffs. A win here keeps you in the hunt. So we have to assume that there's going to be some big play calls and some big moves called in this one, because you have to not only win, but the win with a lot of points because the next team you, and then if you're the Fulton Americans or Raiders, you're hoping the Irvine.comies win because the Newport beach Academy, while having a better record is 11 points, 11, nine points, nine points lower than the highest scoring team, the Fulton Italian Americans. So, right. so, so, but either way, so you don't have to win. You have to win with uh, and make sure that you can't, they, that the Newport Beach Academy does not close the gap, presuming they lose. If they win, it's over. Right. So if you are, correct me if I'm wrong, if you are the Newport Beach Academy, you want a defensive game between these two and a slim margin. Yes. Yes. Okay. If you're Newport Beach Academy, they're winning, they're in. Right. Irvine.comies, I mean, highest scoring team, even if they lose though, I mean, they're almost 30 points higher than the next team. I, it, so Newport Beach Academy, win and you're in. Uh, uh, Newport Beach Academy, loss, and you want a defensive low-scoring thing for Tustin Raiders. But, but Americans and Raiders, they both want to have high – I think this is going to be power – I think both teams call power play. Yeah, I think, I think there's no. I don't think, I don't think there's a way you can't. Tustin Raiders, because, uh, I, uh, you know, both teams, they're pretty close together in points, and that mm-hmm. matters. So, so let's, let's discuss a little bit about uh what to expect in this upcoming game let's talk oh let me let me handle the raiders you tell me about americans who you're excited to see so i uh, yeah tell me tell us about americans first so i mean we definitely had uh you know katie definitely stepped up we're excited we're excited for that garen uh you know very very consistent um you know the same with aubrey um you know and and Kristen as well but you know i'm expecting a uh if given if there's no positional shakeups if there's no um 
you know, people aren't, people aren't moving around uh, the midfielder and Aubrey Bishop. If I were to call this game, I would assume that Luigi Boyardee is going to call the power play on the Mord Creek and put a little bit of extra pressure uh, on Aubrey. And mm-hmm. I feel like she's going to be able to rise to the, rise to the occasion. You know, it's so funny because the person who stuck out to me in the Americans, excuse me, the Raiders are, is the midfielder, Jared. Cause I do, I, I think that we're on the same page here. This could come down to the midfielder. Yeah. Especially, totally. especially if they call power play where all the points are doubled high risk, high reward. Cause the skills are worth double too. Now you have to remember that. Yes. And that's what, that's what you need. And I mean, you know, you could really, uh, you know, close the coffin, uh, really kind of put it on ice here. Um, you know, if you have a strong performance of the Mord Creek and generally, I mean, seeing, uh, I know this might not be a hot take, but generally the better the Mord Creek goes, the better that the second half of the show usually goes. That is a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent true. And again, I think that I, yeah, if if the if the Raiders are losing at going to Moore Creek and then they end up winning, it's because I think they're gonna do well Moore Creek. Again, Jared closed the gap eight points in the last show. He his his Moore Creek starting off and then clue giving and guessing, he started off giving you eight extra points to his team. Yeah. No, no steals, no steals, all his own team. Close the gap eight points by themselves. Their only team, the other team, did not get a get did not get even a whisper of a point. You know what I mean? Like it, there was no there was nothing to be done. The uh, the home the uh, the Raiders won it, and I think, I mean, this is that's kind of like a mind bending thing. But you have to be losing to go into Mord Creek. But do you want that almost? Right. Do you you I I feel like. If you're looking from a pure strategy perspective, yeah, you want to be within a point or two and be say, able to get the opportunity. That is what you want, is you want to be down by a point. Because again, losing is by one point. So if you are down by one point, that is what you almost want. You want to be at 30 to 29, and you want to be the team of 29, and then boom, get one at the end, maybe two in the middle. You want you want to get those points then and there. Because that because again, and you want you're only your team to see it. But again, there runs a risk. Your opponent could steal that. And then then where are you? Right. So I know we're repeating ourselves, but I think this comes down to we're in agreement. This is going to come down to Mord Creek. This is going to be the highest stakes Mord Creek of all season. Yeah. I mean, if it pans out the way, I mean, if it pans out the way that we think. If not, you know, you, you never know. But I think smart money is you want to be just one point behind and you want to uh you know it's it, it's like in football you're in field goal range you could kick a field goal but you could also just take a knee and you would win so yeah. don't give the opportunity to give the points into the other person's hands uh you know close it out right then and there um and don't get don't give them the opportunity yeah i i boy it's really tough i yeah no i mean it's this was such a tough one to call too. I think I'm going to go Americans connect with the audience, the Fulton Italian Americans. I think I'm going to go with them. And it is, you know what? Here's the difference. It's home team Americans too. That is, that is the push for me. I think the Raiders have an, uh, let me this way. 
The Raiders, if they win, they had a they had a harder uphill battle. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, man. My heart's saying Americans too, just because of the home field advantage. And I think uh Luigi Boyardee is gonna be cutthroat with his calls. I think it's gonna be a lot of heavy scene painting. And you know what? The last time the Americans won, they were in the second half. I do think that the when the Fulton Americans are in the second half of a show, they do a little bit better too. I, I think, think I yeah. think they're a se- they're a second half team. Uh, you know, they're in they're in the, they're under the dome, they're under the lights, you know, there's not gonna be any wind or any kind of like things. I think home field advantage under the dome, Americans. I I think not that the Raiders can't do it. It just they have I think of all the teams I've seen, they have the hardest uphill battle. Yep. Yeah. Uh gimme the I'm gonna take the Americans minus two. I think it's gonna be a uh a, a incredibly tight game. I think it's gonna be I it's gonna be decided by two or less points. I think it's gonna be gonna be real close. And as just a reminder, as I tried to do today, uh you unfortunately cannot gamble in Cal- the state of California. Nope, not I, yet. I downloaded DraftKings today. I felt podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Uh yep. how fucking cool would that be? Uh, yeah, we'll to all, all four of our listeners dra- download DraftKings. Um, yep. vote, uh, what is it? Yes, and 27? Uh, yes on 27, yes on 27, yeah. or yeah. there's there's one, it's like 26 and 27, and 20, uh, 27, 28. I thought, yes, so it, there's no on one. I think one only lets it in the tribal casinos, and I don't know, you know, whatever. We're not gonna political podcast, but vote yes on 27. Yeah, so we can gamble from our phones. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? I was, I was gonna put I'm so I because it was such a the line was so absurd. I was gonna put five bucks on there being the over in tonight's Indianapolis Colts and Denver Broncos game. I oh my lost, gosh. I would have lost five dollars. Yeah, it's incredible. What was the line on that one? Uh like minus oh boy, I don't even know. The over it under was, was like twenty-five. Yeah. And boy, am I almost kind of glad I live in California that they didn't take my money. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, we don't uh you know can go and gambling or anything like that. Uh the No, iPhone but podcast. we just hap- we just happen to be brought to you by uh uh <laughs> Draft DraftKings yeah, and we just, prize happen, picks. we just happen to, yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Uh yeah, so um great. So with uh after that campaign announcement, uh, I think it's time to say our uh, goodbyes. But before we go, uh, like like all good podcasts, Joey, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you have anything coming up? Any shows? Anything uh, you want to? Sure. I, if you are in town and you want to see an improvised dr- dramatic high school experience, don't you miss those? Uh, we do have an improvised uh, drama high show on October 14th, which is a Friday at the after show, which is 10.30 usually start time. Uh, but you can check out all of our shows at improvcollective.fun. Uh, now, we, uh, now, Joey, uh, the, the dot .fun domain, is that one, yeah. uh, do we get that for free? Oh, it's interesting you ask. We actually pay extra for the dot .fun. Oh. So, you, so I, don't, I don't know who added this on. I think maybe it was either you or Dinger was like, we, we, we pay extra for the dot fund so you don't have to. I don't know. I don't know what that means also, but that's now what I say. Well, whatever, it probably came from the same school of thought as the wet stone, whatever you were talking about right at the top. Smooth is slow is smooth and smooth is fast. It's from the Marines. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm going to do a quick Google. Slow is smooth. No, yeah. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. I did. I Googled earlier. Uh, originates from 
Navy SEAL teams for the perfect. It could be applied to all situations. <laughs> yeah, what? all situations. Creation? Okay. All right. Huh. Well, if you want to buy a graphic tee on gruntstyle.com, you can for $25.95. Oh, God. Just throwing that out there. But yay, um, yay. yes, the uh, improvised uh, high school uh, show. Uh, Tivoli from Instant Improv is also on the cast. So uh, I think it's a, a an all-star solid cast. Uh, definitely go out there to see it. And hey, folks, IFL almost done. Don't miss out on the finals and the playoffs as well. I know, obviously, the uh, IFL Fantasy podcast only lasts for the regular season, but November 5th and November 19th, that's playoffs and finals, respectively. Yep. So uh, without any uh, further ado, thank you guys so much for listening. And, uh, yep, we are on uh, wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, and maybe one more, but whatever. No one listens to the one more. Uh, it's usually Spotify or Apple Music. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so again, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you, Joey. I really appreciate uh, you uh, being on here uh, with me and, and having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you got to learn about uh, smooth and fast and all that. Yep. Those two things. Uh, thank you so much. My name is Mike. It's been a, a great time and have a good one until next time. Bye.